What happened to you? Oh, I know that Greg Heller was in here. Jeez Louise. Oh, just a rug just fell on me. A rug, a rug fell on you? <laughs> yes. They say we're young and we don't know. We won't find out till we grow. Well, I don't know while that's true. Because you got me. God damn it, I love that song. Uh, welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry, and this week we will talk about the Monday show with John Henson and the Thursday show, the last show before baby. Woohoo! Chocodiles <laughs> and protest etiquette with guest appearance by David Huntsberger. But first, I want to welcome fellow best friends, co-hosts for tonight. I've got Super and Ultra in the house. Welcome, Super Fan Megan. Hello, my little forceps. How are you? Allison's having a baby. How are you? I'm so fucking excited. I know. It's surreal for. It's surreal for real. <laughs> it's oh. it's the last BFF fan cast before the baby as Ooh, well. Nice. Okay. And uh, welcome, ultra fan Rafael Castaneda, aka Henny Blanco. How are you, badass fan Lisa? Ah, oh, bad. I'm like I'm still just, fan. but you know what? Allison said badass fan, so I kind of have to go with that, right? Oh yeah. Okay, good. So obviously it's Groundhog Day, and the song I chose obviously was from that movie being played over and over again. But also, Allison is in labor as we speak at the hospital, oh, ready to pop. I didn't know that's why you used it. Oh, yeah. And I got you, I... babe. All together, two things. Oh, okay. Cool. That's uh, cool. Way to yeah. go, you. Good yeah. hosting stuff. Oh, you. Before we start talking about everything, I want to talk about what I just got home from. All this talk on Allison's show about Big Macs got us to talking, and when Joanna was on, she said, I have never had a Big Mac, so I said, okay, we're going to do that together. Like, I want to be with you when you have it. We'll videotape it. Okay. Then Jay Inslee sends a challenge over uh, the Best Friends Fancast Facebook page about the Naked Chicken Chalupa, thanks to Jenna Kim Jones and her love of all things Taco Bell and food. So... We decided to get the families together tonight. The eight of us all met at her house. She got the McDonald's. I got the Taco Bell. And we all had this disgusting, delicious food extravaganza. So I'm kind of in a food coma right now over it. But um, she liked the Big Mac. Uh, She'll have it again. It's definitely not better than In-N-Out. Duh. The kids liked it. The Naked Chicken Chalupa, I'm kind of questioning. Um, Rafi, you just recently had that as well, correct? Yeah. So I wanted to get your thoughts. Uh, I tried it too, guys. Did you? Okay, I should have. Yeah, I did. No, that's my bad hosting coming in. So you're not just eating the groceries, you also eat fast food? Oh, don't do that. Yipsies. You nasty, nasty man. Uh Lisa, that's something we'll have to talk about. That's something we have to talk about later. (laughs) What did you say? So I tried the... I I haven't had a Big Mac in years, and I had one a couple weeks ago, and then... I had the Grand Mac about a week ago, free Bobby Shmurda, and then I had the Naked Chicken Chalupa and the Double Decker Taco today, and I'm ready to rank them if you are, Lisa. Ooh, okay, okay. I haven't had a Double Decker since probably it came out, but I do like ranking them. Okay, what would would be the ranking system here? 
As far uh, as I was which one do I like, like the best, best or do I like them? But the best one, for, it's just hard because they're so different. But I would say if I had to pick one out of the three, it would be a Big Mac, definitely. I was going to say the same thing. Really? It's surprisingly, it holds up. The proportions are good. I disagree with Jenna saying that the Grand Mac is better because there's more... The bread kind of evens it out. I actually thought, for whatever reason, I, I didn't like it as much as a regular Big Mac. Interesting. And now I'm a new fan of the Junior Mac because it's just a little less. And yeah, see, I go for the, oh, it looks cool because there's an extra bun and it's like this fun thing. But the flavor is the same. It's just smaller. So it's pretty good. It's probably my favorite. I didn't have the Grand Mac or the Big Daddy. Yeah, I haven't had the Mac Junior. And you, thank you for just reminding me. I mentioned that I work in a warehouse that has uh, uh, all the McDonald's stuff. So one thing I mm. never have seen there is these 10,000 bottles of Big Mac sauce that they were giving away. And I tried to get one for Jenna because a, a store here in Denver uh, had them. But unfortunately, I didn't find out about it till the day after. And so I called them and they gave away all 160 bottles um, the day before. But I feel like I feel like we're failures. Like there were 10,000 bottles and not one got to Jenna. That's that is a failure. I feel I feel very disappointed in that. But Megan, have you tried any of these items? Um, I love Big Macs. I haven't had one in like five years, probably. But, uh, cause I'm watching my girlish figure. But I didn't love the naked chalupa. Like, I had high hopes because of Jenna's video, because she reacted well to it. Like, it sounded really good, or she made it look like it tasted really good. But I don't know. There wasn't a lot of flavor to it. Uh, See, ours was it just felt spice. It was spicier than I expected because Taco Bell is not really known for their spice. So I was kind of surprised at how much spice it had, but I don't know if it was just extra. I don't know what. What they, if they did something different to ours, but it tasted pretty good. I just don't know if I would ever order it again. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I really no. enjoyed it when I ate it, but I thought, I don't know if I'll crave that is, is the other thing. Yeah. And a so double-decker the- taco is delicious, but I just, I try and steer away from beans. <laughs> <laughs> I would think you would want as many as you could get. That's what I was going to say. It doesn't. It sounds like your I, ticket. I want the solid, not the gas form. <laughs> Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Things don't help with that, though. No, oh, no, you're right. It, it is just the gaseous, and I don't need any yeah. extra filling of anything. Okay. Although lately, ever since uh, my husband and I have been doing a lot of paleo diet stuff, I've been a little bit more regular. So I don't know if that has uh... anything to do with it. And I know Emily was saying don't have dairy, which I've been vegan before and still had a problem. But so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But I don't know. I just wanted to ask if paleo was uh, what I thought it was, which is like meat and basically raw vegetables, right? You would think it would be that. That makes more sense. My husband just literally bought a cookbook. We didn't do any research on anything. We were just peppering in these healthier meals to like not be eating out as much and just kind of maybe enjoy the taste of food more than just because we don't, you don't put salt on anything and you don't, do, and you don't do cheese, bread, pasta, there are no grains. So uh-huh. it's, it's not hard. It's just different. <laughs> no what is it though? So is it just no cheese, no grains? Like, yeah, like no processed no, food. like seasoning? Right. Pepper is in every single recipe. Pepper oh. to taste is like the most unsatisfying sentence I read it at the end of each recipe. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've been just curious about it because the diets I've had the most success on 
are based off of having like balanced amounts of protein with every meal. And I knew that paleo Mm. was like kind of a high protein or like a big part of the paleo diet. It is. I don't totally buy into the whole concept of it, but when he says he wants to try something, I think, cool. Anything in the, in the, the direction of eating better, I'm all for. So I don't, I tried reading into it a little bit and then I just got too many answers that I didn't want to hear about. So I'm like, I don't really care. I just, I know it's healthier. That's fine. We're trying not to make it so it's so restricted and so like anal about everything. So it doesn't feel like yeah. it. we're just trying to make it part of our everyday, you know, eating basically nice that way tonight when we have our naked chalupas and our big macs and also by the way i brought some skittles uh the new flavor sweet and sour for dessert so for dessert yes nice touch yeah you like that i was going to go get chocodiles (laughs) but i would have to drive for like 20 minutes to get them And the toss-up was either going to get chocodiles, which would eat up 40 minutes of my day, plus going into Walmart, which is the only place that sells them, or getting my nails done, and that's what I did instead. So I got the Skittles at the gas station, and that was a better toss-up for me. Have you heard of crocodile the chocodiles before today? I have, but I've never really thought about it. When she said, first of all, when they said when she said chocodiles, in my mind, I was think of thinking of those choco rooms. I don't know if you've had those, but they're like little, and they also have little hippos too, uh, and something else. And they're like little Japanese cookie things that are filled with frosting or just, they're delicious. They're so good. So I thought that's what it was. And then I was thinking of like devil dogs, like those kind of, I didn't realize it was just a chocolate covered Twinkie. This is really, it is a stupid name. Yeah. Misleading. It, It really is. Have you ever heard of them? No. No, I thought it was a really random ass carb. (laughs) <laughs> like, I have no idea where she got it from. I thought the same as what Al said. He's like, oh, you know, it's a crocodile made out of chocolate. Like, I thought it was some artisan chocolatier <laughs> kind of shit. I've never heard of it. Well, Rafi, would you have the naked chicken chalupa again? Are you an addict now? I'm not addicted to it. It just strikes me as something because there's like no ground beef or beans in it. It's just chicken with lettuce and whatnot. So. True. I didn't think it doesn't that. strike me as like a Taco Bell item. It feels more right. like a KFC item. Yes. Okay. But this is what they, we were talking about when we were tasting it. Because I said, first of all, they don't have any other fried chicken items on the menu. So it's weird. The name is weird because you think it's going to be not breaded or uh, healthy or not sauced, which nobody mm-hmm. wants. But I don't understand the name. And it doesn't fit their food profiles. It's like they really ran out of ideas. But then I thought... If KFC did one with like mashed potatoes and gravy inside, I could be, oh, I could get down on that. Lisa, oh my god, that sounds amazing. So KFC is part of the Yum brands as well, right? Is that see? I've been listening to too much Doughboys, where oh. I'm like starting to know which companies are owned by who. Yes, but Jenna but, mentioned that on the show too that it's from KFC, like the company. So maybe that they would have that KFC flavor. Huh. Yeah, so then why did KFC not make this? Right. Like, this is weird. So, anyway, I thought it was really, it was pretty good. Um, I put, I, I always get fire sauce from Taco Bell, and it did not do it any justice. I should have put Frank's Red Hot on there or something, because I needed more hot sauciness for this chicken. It was just kind of, it was good, but it was kind of, like Megan said, it was like a little bland. I actually was... do want to have it again. Okay. So you're, a, bu- the... you're a buddy, Natty. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> well, I'm just curious if I got one that had like a sad amount of, I want to call it toppings, and that's it's not toppings, but like 
There was like a pinch of lettuce and like a pinch of cheese and whatever the fuck else was in there. I felt like I got, I would say gypped, but apparently that's not a good thing to say. So I don't know, but I don't don't know what other word to say. We don't want to offend anybody. I think mine had sauce coming out of everything. Like it was kind of, it was really spicy. So was it stuffed to the top though? Like an actual taco is usually? Like, was it stuffed to the top with yeah. all the topics? I don't know. It was. Okay. It was stuffed I think with I got fillings. a little, uh... But the thing yeah, is, is it actually looked gross to look at. It looked like a tomato taco because it was yeah. so, like, full of that stuff. But it... And it was better than I thought. I thought it was going to be chewy and dry chicken and bland. But it was... It had good flavor. It was decent. I guess there's a problem with having it from different places. But you would think it would be kind of consistent. Mm-hmm. Speaking of being a new addict, I have a serious problem, and that's with two E's. Thank you to two people named Allison Rosen and Raphael. Allison's favorite candy from C's is the Scotch Kisses. Oh, yes. And I've never had these before. I like C's candy. I would never have bought these because they look like taffy, and their name is Scotch, so I thought butterscotch, not my favorite thing. I I just wouldn't have bought it ever. So then Raphael... (gasps) Thank you so much. Sends me some for my birthday. And they're fucking delicious. And I don't crave candy. But this candy I I craved. And I told him, I said, I have a real problem. Because I need to, like, go to... Luckily, I'm two minutes away from C's. But him and I were kind of chatting back and forth. And I really don't like going into that place. It just makes me feel uncomfortable for some reason. So I went online and I ordered... <laughs> I ordered candy from C's, and it came today, and I couldn't be more fucking happy. <laughs> mm. Okay, so if you've never seen them or had them, it's it's a marshmallow with, like, a light, like, they kind of, like, dip it or something in, like, butterscotch. And you would think it's going to be hard or mm-hmm. something, and it's so not. It's, like, soft and delicious. I think they dip it in caramel. It's not yes. butterscotch. It is. It's caramel. It's caramel. That's the confusing part. That's the confusing part about the name. It's yes. caramel. I when I went online, huh? that was in the description. I'm like, well, then why didn't you just call them yeah, caramel. Caramel, caramel heaven or something? I, and that's the other thing. At marshmallow, I would have been like, no, butterscotch, no. Mm-hmm. It looks like See, taffy, I love no. marshmallows. I like marshmallow in stuff sometimes, but. Looking at that thing, I would think I'm not going to like it. They must be handmade marshmallows, too, because the oh, consistency yeah. is, like, fresh. It's not like they, like, bought a bag of yes, marshmallows and put right. them in there. They're, like, fresh. I, it was, it, everybody out there, go to C's, do yourself a favor and get at least one Scotch Kiss and taste it because it you're going to be uh, an addict. I I was, like, craving it, and I thought, okay, it's going to be delivered today or tomorrow. And I saw a package on the doorstep. I'm like, oh, please, please be from C's. Mm. Oh, my gosh. They were so freaking good. I'm curious, Lisa. How many yes. did you order? Because I think here it's like $20 for a pound. I'm assuming it's probably the same price everywhere. I got. I thought I got a pound. It was $25 for the first lower size box. Mm, okay. And then they had a special where they had like a flat rate shipping for $5. Unless you spend $70 in candy, then you can get it for free. <laughs> Like, I'm not going to, maybe later on down the line, I'll have a realistic view of how much I'm going to need these things. But I'm kind of hoping that I'll gorge myself on them and not want them anymore because they're fucking delicious. I can't yeah. even. So thank you. I was, I was, you're welcome. I was, uh, don't get me started on what did not go to your house that was supposed to. Anyway, you already know the story. I am happy to have them out of my house because I bought the bag and I was like, oh, I'll just eat one to try it. So I know what <laughs> nope. Allison is loving. And then I'll send them off to Lisa. 
ate one of these fucking things, and I was like, holy cow. And then I ate the whole bag, mm-hmm. except for one. And then I was like, well, I might as well eat that one, too. <laughs> so then uh, so then I just bought you more. But yeah. um, I was going to send them to Megan, but then she said that she bought them for Allison. So I was like, oh, she, she already knows what she's missing. So, Lisa, you don't know the story, but I told Rafi this when I talked to him last. When I, On Christmas, I was... Christmas Eve, I bought Scotch Kisses for Allison just to, like, drop them off as, like, a little Christmas gift or whatever. Because now is, like, the time while she's pregnant that she is, like, the the one appropriate time to buy her, like, sweets and stuff like this. So I was going to take advantage of it. And I bought, like, seven of them, just, like, a few. And I tried one. And I'm like, fuck, that is, like, much better than I thought it was going to be. And then I had, like, another one and another one to the point where there was four scotch kisses and i'm like well it looks like allison's not getting a christmas present from me and <laughs> i just ate them but then i made a, <laughs> but then i made it a point to to get them in the the baby shower gift and to not fucking eat them because yeah they're super addicting i have a new favorite candy i think yeah me too i was shocked at how much i like these things like i said mm-hmm. i don't crave candy like that where i'm just like i need <laughs> Jay, don't make this a drop, but I need to have that in my mouth. I need to have that taste in my mouth. (laughs) All right. Well, now that we've talked for 20 minutes about all the yummy foods that are in our guts right now, maybe we should finally get to the episodes. I was so excited about John Henson being on the Monday show. I've been a fan of his since he started on talk soup part of my formative years i mean greg kinnear i watched him on that and then when they were going to replace him i thought there's no way you can replace greg kinnear it's just not doable and john henson was awesome on it so it it was just in that heart of like my great memories of well pretty bad time in my life but actually really good for watching him he's he was a really great guest i don't know what did you guys think about him when i saw the picture of him i didn't recognize him and there i know there's been a ton of different hosts of that show so I was like oh he must have been one of the hosts that I didn't know or whatever so I kind of didn't care as much just because I didn't really know I thought I didn't know who he was but then when I after the episode when I googled his name and talk soup I'm like oh my god he's the host that I grew up with that I fucking yes. love and I remember when you know I there was a span where I didn't watch tv really for a long time when I was off in college and then I um learned that Joel Mc- Joel McHale mm-hmm. was the host of it, but I didn't like know who Joel McHale was at the time. I just saw this new guy on Talk Soup, and he kind of looked like John Henson. But I was like trying to differentiate. Like I don't think this is the same dude. And then it hit me that it wasn't. I'm like, oh shit! I really like that other host. Um, yeah. So I went through the episode the first time I listened to it, being like, oh, okay, yeah, this guy like this. The stories he told were crazy. And compelling and stuff, but I wish I would have known going into it the first time that he was, like, the guy who who I identify with being the, like, the host of Talk Soup. Because, right. yeah, I used to watch that show all the time when I was, I think I was in junior high, probably, when he was the host. What about you, Lil no, I love it. I just know him from Wipeout. I didn't watch him on Talk Soup. I guess I'm a little younger. Shout out to my millennials. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> well, did he say he was on around 94, 95? Maybe. I think is what That he sounds said. right, though. And I think he said 95. 95. That was like the year of OJ. That was the year I was living at that house in Anaheim that Allison's been to. All of that time, mm. like that was my first moving out. Like everything was then and like first getting into watching Talk Soup and just totally formed a lot of things then. So Rafa, you know him from Wipeout. 
which I'm super... Yeah, have you guys ever seen that show? Oh, yeah. No. It's like an obstacle course, (laughs) and then they do funny commentary, and I don't watch it very often. I've probably only seen, like, maybe five episodes, but it's how AFV is to Alan. Like, I can watch that and just die laughing the whole time. (laughs) Yes! I didn't want to like it because I'm like, okay, these people are eating shit on an obstacle course. Like, funny can it be, but it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) Just the way they eat shit and the comments is, it's really funny. And, you know, hanging out with, it's something I can watch with the kids. It's a pretty good show, and I think he's a great part of it. I was going to say, I dated, remember I brought up Monica to you, the girl that I dated, Rafi? Her best friend that was living with her at the time that I was dating her was on Wipeout, and she did terribly. But there's, I don't know, there's, I mean, she got out really quickly. She was really upset about it because for whatever reason, she applied for the show, even though she's like, I bet they're going to make me look stupid. And then they did. And then she was all upset about it. She showed me the clip of did the show she? that she was on. The best but I don't the remember. guys, the guys that are like, all, oh, we're fucking rad. And we're just going to like win this. And two seconds later, they're just eating shit so hard. Yeah. It's pretty good. And their comments are pretty funny. It's pretty witty. So going back, she brought up him being on, I forgot what show she said he was on. The John Anson me- mentioned that if women knew what their husbands jacked off to, that they would immediately leave and like never want to have sex with them. And I bet that's really true. And something I never really ever thought about. The fact that we don't know is probably better. But then now I'm going to really wonder, like, I don't know. I just thought that was a really fun comment that they even had that conversation. <laughs> So, Lisa, you've never, like, grabbed your husband's phone or computer or whatever, and it just happened to still be on, and you're like, oh, big sloppy butt seven? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't grab your phone. (laughs) No, never. I don't even know how to get into his phone. You've never snooped on your husband at all? Mm Mm-mm. Oh, you're such a good woman. Oh, has a loving relationship (laughs) with trust, ooh. (laughs) Are you making Rafi, the jack if off you phone? had a girlfriend, do you think you would snoop on their phone? Um, absolutely not, but I'm assuming if I did, if I was like, oh, can mm-hmm. I look at your phone? They would probably just be like, sure, because there's nothing on there. But I'm a very trusting person. Mm-hmm. Megan, what do you watch <laughs> porn-wise? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm uh, not an... I, I I don't want to tell you. <laughs> well, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Um, I think Eating the groceries. No. Okay. That is an inside joke. Stop bringing it up because people a don't know what you're talking about and b think that that's something I do or want to do and it's not. My life is inside jokes, but go on. It sure is. It should be. I th- I'm pretty sure that Cameron Esposito talked with Allison or see I'm hesitant to say this I've heard her on other podcasts I'm afraid I'm confusing this with another podcast that I listened to that she was on and not Allison but I think when she was on Allison's show they talked about porn and what they watched and she watched the same kind of porn that I watched so, so we have to do our homework is what so you're saying. internet internet sleuths if you are really curious Jay Inslee or Ulysses just two that are coming to mind that are all up in in business you can go find out yeah i or think not, because it might not be on Allison's show <laughs> i think if my husband ever saw the things that i was watching he'd probably leave <laughs> i think it's the opposite over here <laughs> really yes. jay bobes you have you have grotesque porn habits oh yeah <laughs> okay now i'm curious come 
Give it, it some changes, hints. though. It changes with the with the with the wind. <laughs> and also, it hasn't been for a very long time. Actually, I think it's the I, reason just... why my computer probably had a lot of viruses. <laughs> So, oh God, that is hilarious. I will say this, as a single woman whose roommate is almost never home, the one thing I can say for myself, I don't watch as much porn as I think I would, because <laughs> I should be watching it like all the time, but I- It should be on a loop, sp- and even if you're not in the mood, it's you would just think there. So. You would think so, and when I do watch porn, I'm like, oh man, I can literally do this whenever I want, yes. and yet it's like, it's kind of like a bi-monthly affair, I would say. You know what, the last time I did- I don't even remember when it was, but my husband came home early from work <laughs> and I just heard the front door unlocking and it was just like, uh, <laughs> it was one of those like, um, it'd be better to include someone in that. He wouldn't be mad, but it was just very like uncomfortable. I just didn't want to be interrupted ever again. I guess it just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not interested anymore. <laughs> but yeah. So you, you hit it from your hub hub? Oh yeah. I would just be, I'd just be embarrassed, yeah. I guess. Even though yeah, he knows, too. it's just, you don't talk, I don't know, I don't talk about it. Like, I don't say, it like, hey, good. I'm doing that right now. Like, I used to be, <laughs> well, I'm just going to say everything. I was actually thinking about this today. Two things. I used to have a time every day. <laughs> what? Where are you going with this? <laughs> that was my time. <laughs> what? Every day? <laughs> Damn it. Why? Why with the microphone is this just uh, truth serum? Oh, Every day. The other thing maybe I want to share. I one time went... Oh God. This is just a tidbit. I'm throwing it out there. I don't know why I feel like the need to do it. But I was driving past the store today and it reminded me of like my old life. Needing to go to a sex shop <laughs> to get something new to watch. This is back in DVD time. Mm-hmm. And I got there when they opened. <laughs> Whoa. I'm sorry, but you don't have to be that person. (laughs) And I pretended I was going to a bridal shower. I mean, a bachelorette party. Why would you need to pretend? Uh, Because I felt I was the only one in there. It was nine in the morning. (laughs) So did you go out of your way to be like, like you came in instead of just shutting, doing your thing? You're like, oh, I'm just, you know, there's things. Oh, don't engage. I just like am they, the one who, they're I not have the kind of people that you need to yes. hide your dirty laundry from. Exactly. That's the number one place they should just be like, cool, you're on your own. Let me know if you need help. We'll be over here. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like <laughs> I needed to fill the air with like an excuse. And they're like, oh, we've heard that one like five times oh. today. <laughs> so that's the cutest. <laughs> oh. I have, oh, oh, I have kind of a dirty little secret. Sim- not similar to that in a brick and mortar way, but in, in a digital way. Because I had actually, this was, must have been like more than six years ago. It was a long time ago. I had bought like, like a real, um, amateur. I had bought, I bought like a subscription to porn or something where I actually paid for it, like a fucking fool. And, uh, Godspeed with Allison and Daniel and their baby stuff, by the way. But let me continue talking about this. I got a call from my credit card company. Oh, no. I think because it just looked like a weird charge for me. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? That was my freaking boyfriend. Like, he, he's he <laughs> been trying to, like, get me into this. And I'm just, like, not into it. Like, can you please? Like, yeah, that's not me. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. So I blamed it on my non-existent boyfriend. That's legitimate. You should have been like mad too. Like, son of a... (laughs) (sighs) Again? Yeah, you're right. Rafi, are you a porn miscreant? You know, it's funny. Bill Burr used to talk about this on his podcast that, like, if you watch porn, 
it gets to a point where like you have to up the ante to like mm. see something that you're into or whatever. He said that like it got to a point where he'd be watching something where he's like he he had to like go uh, what, what the fuck what's the word when you like oh he, geez I can't sorry I got distracted because I was looking at Twitter making sure she didn't have her Twitter. baby. Twitter. He had a. G- <laughs> it's more like titter. <laughs> he he went like cold turkey off of porn because he got to the point where he's like he said that he was like watching some sick stuff and um. So, so he had I just to, like, feel desensitize like, himself. So you're saying you? Yeah, he you was getting like desensitized. Him? No, no, no. I, oh. So here's here's because I feel the same thing. Like if I were to watch like a lot of porn, it would get to the point where when. Uh, two girls, one cup came out where it'd Ooh. be like you have to see. Oh, this. I've seen it. So, oh god. And there's there's one that's worse, and I don't remember what it's called. But Kevin Pereira on his podcast a long time ago mentions it, and that's where I found out about it. Former guest of Allison Show twice, and so like I would not for masturbation purposes, but just for shock value, <laughs> I would watch like two girls, one cup, and Ugh. so I feel like like you shouldn't watch porn that often. Probably, like Megan said, a bi-monthly thing where I actually watch porn. That's kind of weird. Also, I feel weird talking about this. (laughs) I did it first, but for some reason, I just started embracing it after the while. We're all friends here. Yeah, no one's listening. It's funny that they kind of talked about the real boob versus fake. And I I think the funny part is, is that Allison and a lot of people always are like asking guys, are those real or fake? When we're equipped with them, we should probably know better than guys. But I have some experience with this. Okay. Lay it on me. If they are... I've felt fake boobs before. They were about seven years old. Fake boobs, when they are seasoned, and I don't know where the benchmark is, but I can affirm that a seven-year-old boob job, even when I... I'm, I'm a girl. I have boobs, right? So, like, I, I'm, like, an expert expert. I'm feeling them. I have them. Like, True. this is, like... I've got a lot going on here with experience and boobs. And I felt these boobs, and... I could not tell the difference myself. So Whoa. I think new I think new fake boobs are very obvious, but it's pretty hard to tell the difference between older fake boobs and just someone who was born with a pretty big rack. So, <laughs> never mind. No, go ahead, Rafi. You're chomping when at the she, bit, this tit bit. No, she just <laughs> new new boobs, it's easy to tell and I was like, what's the giveaway? Like the scars and bandages. Um <laughs> No, please edit that out. That's staying um, in only. Well, so, Lisa, do you feel like you can tell? I can tell, like like you said, like if they're new and they're clearly stretched to the gills, mm-hmm. <laughs> where, where it's just total bolt-on, I think it's really ugly. And yeah, I can tell. Yeah. But yeah, I feel really, like a lot of people can tell. I think so too. If you see someone that's 50 and they're perfectly standing up straight, then most mm-hmm. likely. But see, there's magical wonders with bras and stuff. So if it's in a bra, that's kind of harder to tell. Although you can kind of see sagging even in a, a, a bra, <laughs> older boobs. I think I could, I don't know, I probably wouldn't be able to unless it was totally, one of those totally obvious, the girls that are really have like a 12 year old boy's body and then they stick these double d's on there yeah whenever there's a roundness in the cleavage that's a pretty great telltale sign or anytime where it just it's not hard it's like it looks 
like someone just pinned two balloons to yes. a woman and put like a flesh covering over it. I feel like it's so obvious. It's There's, it is like that. It's really yeah. quite disgusting looking. And John said, "Real boobs versus fake boobs is like a kid knowing the difference between car- between carob and chocolate." <laughs> I thought that was really true. But also, what is carob? What's carob? You're lucky. I don't um, know that either. It's let's see. What was it in the 80s or 90s where it was all about you had to have carob instead of chocolate, and it was like a chocolate esque flavor i don't know where it comes from i don't know if it's like a certain kind of plant or whatever it is but it's some chocolate like flavored thing that's brown Hmm. (laughs) and it was all about never heard of it having carob instead of chocolate and it's gross it's like having a diet coke or a regular like you can tell the difference come to find out chocolate's good for you at least this decade yeah so he's a fan of a good a cup or b cup because it's like prom night every night i think Raphael probably can agree with that i don't know about your preferences megan but whoa 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 what, well, what does that mean? <laughs> you like you like booty, not boobs, right? Oh, yeah, sure. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> you're not into the pit dwellers. <laughs> pit dwellers? Um, I can't say. I've had a lot of experience with big boobs, so I don't really know. Well, there's your answer. Yeah, maybe. You're right. <laughs> so, I'm not opposed to them. Let, let's not, let me not come across as... Well, biggers can't be choosers either. Like, that's really the moral of this story. Okay. I just will touch, I will touch any boob that comes my way. Okay. That's good yeah. to know. That that should be in your Tinder bio, my Tinder bio? if you had one. Yeah. Oh, I, didn't, I do have it. And <laughs> I didn't want to out you as having one. <laughs> Not what the show's about. <clears throat> so, John Henson, he grew up in chaos, which is, it's interesting to hear. I totally can relate to, I mean, it wasn't as bad for me as far as being in my house, it wasn't as bad for me. But that feeling of you think it's normal and you just survive, but you don't feel like you're surviving. You just feel like you everything's normal until you start seeing other people's family and other things where you're like, how come it's so easy for them? How come they just certain things are different? And then you start realizing, even when like stories will come up where I'm like, oh, I'm telling a story about me working, folding underwear into a, a rose or whatever I was talking about on the last two episodes ago. That's not normal, but it wasn't like some detrimental situation, but it sounded like his home life was pretty crazy. You want someone to be on the show with you, James and Bobos? <laughs> <laughs> We're just both sitting here like a bunch of fucking it's, idiots. It's because I, I always... The other person go first because I assume I know, they're gonna. I, sh- I need to I don't host talk better, like people. say someone's name. <laughs> so it, it's funny because when not knowing anything about this guy before the show, he should like get the award for like most craziest life discrepancy to looks. Yes, because he looks like. Oh, whoa! That is profound, Roth. But you're right. He's like vanilla. Yeah, but then later on, he says like, "Oh, I just got another tattoo yesterday, or something like that." Yes. So it's, I think it might be hidden. But yeah, you wouldn't think looking at him that he had this kind of crazy life. But it's uh, it was a very interesting episode, and I learned a lot about this guy. Yeah, I think you know learning. I mean, he taught me my love of reality tv at least in clip form and uh talk shows from him yeah his life was 
I mean, just having like the bad teacher, like where he felt like he was discarded, and and his weird dynamic in his family, and the the harrowing crack Bahamas story. I don't know, Megan. What did you did you know anything about him before? Well, I mean, uh, so the, what, after when I figured out who it was, <laughs> right? So this is. I feel bad saying this because he is a guest on Allison's show and she loved him. But I got to tell you, like the first listen I had, and this was before I knew that he was like the host of Talk Soup that I love. I was, I kind of, I've been, I have like a sensitivity to ego. And I felt like this guy loves talking about himself. Now, granted, he was talking about like really interesting stories that were really, you know, it was worth giving him the space to talk about them, obviously. I just got this vibe from him that he's one of those guys that loves talking about himself. And that annoyed me. After I realized and then re-listened for, like, to prep for the show to talk about him, I still felt that way a little bit. But part of me being like, oh, yeah, he's this fucking legend. I was like, oh, yeah, you... It was almost like, oh, you're deserving to talk about yourself. Like, you're a fucking legend because you (laughs) kind of are to me now. So my perceptions shifted about him just after knowing who he was and feeling like, He's awesome. But I don't know. I just got a sense initially. I think it might just be this spidey sense I have or like maybe protectiveness or weird defensiveness because it's Allison's show. I'm like, part of me is like, what are you not going to let her talk, asshole? Because it was really like, it was mostly just him going on and on and on. And he was saying interesting things, but that didn't stop me from being like, oh, you're so interesting. Don't let Allison talk, heaven forbid. And so there was a tinge of that. I'm not going to lie. But please don't. um, I don't know if, (laughs) I don't know. And we're two glasses into having wine now, so it's just complete honesty from here on out. Oh, good. Let's talk more about porn. But (laughs) did either of you get that sense, or were you just really tuned in to him? I I actually did, because I also, I I don't know, does anyone like when someone is just like a, well, maybe just because of how I'm super quiet, but you don't like it when someone's just a fucking blabbermouth. And so at first, when I, I was... I was thinking, like, this guy is, like, uh, kind of full of himself, but yeah. it turned out okay. Yeah, he he was, he just came off as somebody who, when they enter a room or they're at a party, I don't know, maybe it's because I have self-esteem issues in yeah. some ways that it pisses me off, where I'm like, oh, you're mm. so great, aren't you? That's what I was like, about to say, because we both yeah. have some of the same issues, and he's yeah. clearly a very confident, extroverted person, and maybe yeah. that's what kind of put He's us okay off. with, like, taking up space in a room and mm-hmm. talking about himself and stuff and like that. And existing. Parti- <laughs> particularly, the, particularly, so the two parts that I stuck out to me the most was when, like, I was feeling that way up to this, you know, he was saying how he's recognized for talk suit mostly, and he's like, well, and she's like, oh, yeah, that's kind of your iconic role. And he's like, well, that's kind of grandiose. And I was like, you love yourself. You totally agree with it. Knock it off. But then also when he like just sort of casually dropped like this story about him getting offered a million dollars for America's home videos. And it's like, clearly, you know, I I just feel like that was something that he wanted to talk about that he turned it down. I don't know. But I I didn't get anything from I didn't get that. But also I was listening to it in one and a half speed. So I thought it's what because I I had to fit in two episodes today to listen Oh, shit, girl. I've never listened to an episode that way. I don't like it. I don't recommend it. But it's weird when you go back to regular speed and you're like, oh, man, this is how they talk. 
But yeah, I had to listen to it fast and I already had that feeling of they're talking fast. He's filling up space. So maybe that's why I didn't get that. But also a lot of times on Mondays, and I wouldn't say it's a majority of the time, but Allison is recounting things from either the last time they were on or from other shows just to kind of get the ball rolling. And a lot of times the ball doesn't get picked up and they don't expand on the topic or where usually mm-hmm. that'll work. Her tactics work. Like it's she's a really good interviewer, but sometimes they don't play. And I felt like he was just... It was probably very easy for her to just, all right, go ahead, tell your stories. Yeah, yeah. Stories, so she didn't have to lead him anywhere. So I think that's why I liked it. But also, I went into it. I was like, John Henson, I'm so excited. Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, that's what I was saying is like the second time I listened to it and I was like, oh, you are kind of a legend, aren't you? (laughs) I accepted it more. I still noticed it and it still bugged me a little bit. Like if I met this guy in real life, I'd probably roll my eyes or something. But yeah, the second time around, I listen back again. I want to. I want to see if I if I hear that too. Just can I I put something out there for the listeners? Speaking of listening to things in different speeds, which I've never done except for very briefly on accent, and it was really funny. Go for it. When I was in an airport, I accidentally was listening to the Rhea Butcher episode at half speed. Oh my gosh! Yes, and. And they sound sounds drunk, drunk and it's yes. so funny. <laughs> Try it. If you have if you've never done it on accident, and I haven't tried it since, but I should just for fun, just do it. It's really, really funny. When I'm writing down JMOs, I'll put it in half speed and they do sound <laughs> drunk. <laughs> yeah. Oh instead of writing down my JMO, I queued it up to the yeah. to where it's at. So I'll play it back at half speed. So okay. That- the other thing I wanted to say about this episode and Ruffy, you were talking about how he was mentioning that he was getting he just got a tattoo and then they were talking about the guy who was willing to get a tattoo during the john henson project show and then they did the the cold call to the guy which i thought was hilarious and i don't know if i really wanted to hear that guy answer because i can't imagine him his life being very great according to (laughs) where his trajectory was headed i We'll put it out there that I would be happy to get an Allison Rosen as your new best friend tattoo in studio if she'll have me because then I can drop off scotch kisses and then I can do whatever you two can do when you've been in her house, <laughs> turds. <laughs> okay, I want to say that when we were hanging out in Hollywood, no, we were walking down the happened. street heading to Meltdown Comics never to meet happened. Megan <laughs> and someone says, hey, want to get an Allison tattoo? And I was like... No, and she's like it could be like just like hashtag JMO or something, just something small. And I was like, um, I don't think so. <laughs> so I, I know for my fact whole you back said. tattoo. But if I'm gonna be able to be in studio, why not bring the tattoo artist, Allison? If you'll have me, I will get an Allison Rosen tattoo. Like yeah, this. I remember when the, when back when she had producer. Gary, they were taking phone numbers for fan phone call, and I said if they pick me, I'd get an Allison Rosen tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I almost did it for but, free with Raphael just walking down. Well, my issue, my issue with that, I would get it, but a couple hindrances. Number one, I can't get the logo because it's just too girly for my taste. It's pink. Okay. There's little hearts. I can't get like a pink tattoo. That's just Ooh, not me. So I have to figure this? out something more I just clever. thought of it because I don't want to get the whole logo and I wouldn't want to get at anything because what if Twitter goes away and the ats aren't used for anything on any other platforms? What about a teal blue heart with A-R-I-Y-M-B-F in it? Let it, let it soak Probably in. Probably too girly for my 
<laughs> but the heart is on her brand. You can make it a broken heart. Yeah, well, the, well, the second hindrance hinders any idea, which is, like, because I, I do semi-know her in real life, it would feel kind of creepy, I think. Eh, at this point, she's used to your creepiness. It's, I'm just kidding. You think so? It's like, it was like if I got a Rafi tattoo or... <laughs> Or J Mo's and Bobo's tattoo. You guys would be like, "What the fuck?" I'm and not as a friend, but time. as a like, this is in <laughs> tribute to you. He said it's you know? about time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Do I'm gonna get I'm gonna get eat the groceries tattooed on me, <laughs> and I'll always remember you. Is that some uh, sort of lesbian sex move I don't okay. know about? No, it's the it's opposite. Time to bring it up. <laughs> So, there's a song called Shit. I don't think you mm, want to like bring this song. up, Rafi. Hold on, hold we're gonna, on. We're going to edit this out. Who's editing this the could... show now? Me. Lisa. Oh, my God. What is it called? Okay, it doesn't matter. I can't remember right now, but I'll probably remember. It's a song by this guy named Omarion, formerly of B2K, Chris Brown, and this woman named Janae Aiko. And there's a line where she says... I might let your boy show for me, but he got to eat the booty like groceries. Oh. And so. Thank you, Lisa. This is the funniest thing to me. And it became very popular after that song. It made a, a comeback, I guess. And so I was telling Megan that if she wants Tinder hits, put <gasps> just put eat, I eat the groceries or like some kind of emojis that make it seem like she would eat their butt. And sh- her replies would come in. She, it would be a flood of replies. Oh, and she quality saying, too. All quality. Megan, what, <laughs> what, what do you say to this? Well, it also stemmed into a further discussion, which is why I mentioned we would edit this out if we're really going to talk about it. Because yes. Rafi well, thinks... Megan, Megan, we need to hear Rafi your re- thinks, rebuttal. So Rafi thinks it's totally normal and cool to eat butts during sex. <laughs> and... And I'm he's, like, he's pro art. I'm like, that is fucking gross. And he has this conviction. He wants me to give it a shot for whatever reason. <laughs> and okay. I'm resistant to this. Oh. And I've never had, I've never had a girlfriend or slept with a girl who has suggested this. I don't think it's a lesbian thing. And the weird part is that I, and this is just to- by total coincidence, is I went home for my grandma's funeral in early January, and I was hanging out with some friends. And I was talking with my friend Melissa, who I don't know if you met JMOs, but Rafi met her. Did you meet my friend Melissa from high school that came from Wisconsin? I think, I think she did meet her because she was at Meltdown, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so my friend Melissa, I was catching up with her, and I was telling her, I was either telling her, we were drunk, but I was telling her or asking her about my conversation with Rafi and if that's something that she does. Oh boy. And she said and she said, Oh my god, no, like just once with this guy did he either ask or something. I forget if she actually did it with him or if he just asked and she said no. And I and I said, Was he Mexican? Sorry. <laughs> but I did ask. Because I'm like or some or something I'm pretty sure that's what I asked, just straight up. Because I have a feeling... tossing, Do you like to toss Mexican and, salads? But, but Lisa, he was a Latino guy. Oh. Huh. Right? Isn't All that a weird... It's either a weird coincidence or it's like cultural or something. It's It was definitely just a weird coincidence. Cause, so anyway, I'm not pro butt eating, but... Here's what my logic you are, is. Don't say Isn't you're not pro butt eating. You've been, you've been pushing an asshole down my throat for like the past <laughs> two months. You're not even pro. You're like an advocate for yes. buttholes. <laughs> I'm fucking my big buttholes. Um, 
So there, there is a Sex in the City, I think, where I think it's Miranda, right? Yeah, I think so. And he's like um, sticking his butt in the air. <laughs> yeah. So and he's not reason- Latino, right? I had to say that uh, really white. <laughs> Latino. He's not Latino. Um, so the reason that I assumed it was a thing with lesbians is because because you're down there anyways. That's his. One, that's his theory. You're uh, down there already, and like they what say, oh, there's shit no theory. round the corner. Fudge's made. Lisa, oh. I am so. You have no idea how grateful I am for you right now. <laughs> you know, I have these only stupid, turn corners. I have these stupid fucking arguments with him, and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I'm right, and I'm glad there's another sane person on this, the line. This might be the help. next. This might be the next uh, <laughs> meat versus pills. Um, so, like, oh, I'm making a poll tonight. Okay. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god! I have a few oh polls actually that are coming out of this. I I need to think. Okay. Oh, so, oh shit! Like Jesus said. It's like you're in Manhattan, and just across the river is Hoboken. You're already right there. There's, there's got to be some accidental contact no. sometimes. Like the Uber then, driver makes a, takes a wrong turn, and you end up in Hoboken. Maybe yes. that's like saying so, guys. That's like saying if you're that's like saying if you're milking a cow, why not just suck off the teat, or why not just lick the cow's no, asshole? No. Just because yes, something's listen, right there. You're milking you the that. cow, might as well stick your finger up its butt. Yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> you're so, down there. Also, because I I imagine with lesbians, there's only essentially two things you can do if you're oh, not don't going you butt dare butt. insult my okay now we know two things what kind of how porn... dare you that's offensive <laughs> we know what kind of Listen. porn Rafi watches well, and what kind of doesn't have watch. such a limited boring sex life you have nothing <laughs> about my that's not what life. i'm saying megan that's not what i'm saying oh, i'm just saying you because might there's well like lick butts because you only have two things to do <laughs> Right. Oh, I'm a sweetheart. I'm bored. I, and we're lesbians, so we only have so much we can do. Why don't I just lick your ass for an hour or so? I just assumed because there are limited options that they would be more adventurous. Why not? The plus side of being a lesbian is is that we no don't have to deal. I've just heard I've heard a lot about how lame the uh, penetration experience can be for a uh, for a lady, <laughs> and we just get Sophie. right to the point. Right, we don't have to deal with any of that nonsense. So we're just doing more of what the best stuff is. We're not trying to lick each other's assholes. We have clitorises and we know how to use them. Yeah, kidding. let me know. Let me know ten years into my lesbian marriage if yeah. this is something I've broached. I've I've said this on another episode, but I think this might be a different reference. Le- so lesbians, they just think outside the buns. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> it's always good when I can make myself laugh. Aren't you so glad you're not editing anymore, Raffi? Because you can just hear me laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> Uh, that's a good one, Lisa. <laughs> it is right. That's where we should end it. I need to take a break, but I wanted to do an Allison check-in. But I'm on Twitter, and there's nothing. So yeah, I just okay. checked too. Allison update. Nothing yet. We should check in in a little bit. All right, let's talk about the Thursday show. We were her little chocodiles, and we talked a little bit about that. And I almost got those tonight. I almost did. I I kind of want to try them, but I kind of don't. What kind of fan are you? Not getting chocodiles <laughs> the day that she mentions it as a carb you know it was nine miles away you say you're badass fan lisa but (laughs) that's not me saying that by the way (laughs) like i said i am fan and that is enough (laughs) 
I will try them at some point. The, the thing is, it's two points. It's nine miles both ways, and it's going into a Walmart. Two things I really don't like doing is driving anywhere and going into Walmart. They also didn't sound like they were, tasted very good, but I don't know. I like a Twinkie. I haven't had one. Same with Big Macs. I haven't had Twinkie in like 10 years. Mm-hmm. It'd be okay to have, yeah, try same. one of those puppies. Yeah, I haven't had a Twinkie since I was in high school, maybe. What was her name? <laughs> Wait, your butts came out because I threw myself back laughing. That was good. Holy crap. What happened? Well, I guess I can tell you because I'm not going to do it now. Um, I was like, oh, I wonder if I can send her Chocodiles on Amazon. $9 for a fucking box? Get out of here. They're fucking Twinkies. They should be like 3 bucks. Check on Walmart.com because they're big on selling them. Um, they were out of stock when I looked today, except for you can only get them in a store, so you might be able to get them cheap and send them cheap. Oh, yeah, that's true. I signed up for Stamps.com, so I can send people shit all the time now. Is there anything more than cheap? Because I'm looking them straight in the face right now. I Google image search them. It's not worth it. I would not pay nine cents for these. (laughs) 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 They're so amateur looking. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Those amateur hour anyway. snacks. I, I love David Huntsberger saying, you know, they're talking about naming it and how preposterous it is to name it. Mm-hmm. Chocodile, which it makes, there's no description. It's just willy-nilly snack mm-hmm. names, just whatever, apparently. The marketing guy wouldn't let them name it turds or <laughs> So they Whoa. just went with Chocodile. Well, I was trying to think of something, but the only thing that came up was Chinkies, and I think that wouldn't work. <laughs> Twinkies? Chocolate Twinkies. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were saying a racial slur for a second. Oh, no, me? Come on. If anything, it's accidental. I thought of it Lisa, as... Lisa, Lisa, I advise again. I <laughs> I came talking. clean with you. I'm kind of buzzed up. You gotta do me a favor and edit with to your leisure, please. <laughs> okay. So I should Thanks. not say Chinkies again, ever. <laughs> I shouldn't say... <laughs> Oh, I'll beep you out. I'll just have me saying chinkies over you saying (laughs) Awesome. Like five times. Thank you. I I can go into Raphael's remix. (laughs) I got... When you left, she let out a big burp and I got that recorded, so... Choice. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) think about the Thursday episode. Yes. I love, love how satisfied with himself Jeff was when he... (laughs) when during the opening drop it's just his theatrical kind of delivery when he was you know setting her up he was just so proud of himself like he couldn't wait to get out the Mm punchline i think he was you should not what what was it her sponsor her drop something about being hormonal you should not say that to a woman who's hormonal or something right (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah but he was just so excited about it like (laughs) i'm cannot believe she's gonna have that baby today i know we already said it we keep talking about it is somebody checking in? Because I, I need to know. I, I, wanna, I have. I, don't miss it. I okay, have good. been. So I've been keeping a track of. Because uh, I, I signed up to get notifications from Daniel. Okay, that's but smart. I can't. Well, I can't trust it because I signed up to get do- notifications from Allison, like from the get go, and I don't get them. So I, I'm not sure oh. if that works you need or to not. Change your but, settings on your phone, maybe. No, that's not it. That's not oh. it. I've, I've discussed with Rafi before. Oh, and we okay. Through it. It, that makes more sense. I, I don't know shit. <laughs> my iPhone just sucks. But anyways, so I've been checking in pretty regularly because I don't trust them to get the notification. And 
you know, if I don't see that they've posted, I look at their likes and there was a like from Daniel as early as a half an hour ago at this point. So, okay. Uh, okay. and that's my way of knowing like, okay, they're still waiting. Cause if shit was going down, he wouldn't be liking tweets. Oh yeah. Once you're at the end, like you don't want, yeah, it's just, it's, it, you'll, I think that's good, good work on but, your part. So Lisa, this is where I wanted to kind of get your you to weigh in on like what we can expect time frame wise because I have no idea and I already asked you off mic but like if you want to talk about from induction to like baby like what do you think the time frame is and also you know I'm saying that if I see a like from him and it was a half hour ago I'm assuming that not much is going on right now but how likely is it also that like it can go like can it go from nothing to fucking game time really quick the problem with being induced is like it speeds everything up at a certain point like first you're like oh my god this is taking forever but then it's like fast and like the pain is stronger and everything it just happens in a short amount of time because they're dilating you quicker you know at a quick amount of time where usually that's something that kind of naturally slowly happens Mm. so i looked it up because first i was doing my math my math was off because i thought god it took me like 24 hours okay so i was induced at like 10 at night and then i had my son at 11 52 p.m the next day 10 at night to 11 52 in the morning the next day no p.m the next day oh p.m correct so that's 24 hours right yeah, that's almost 24 hours, yeah. Okay. And yeah. then I was looking stuff up online, and it says they don't usually like it to go more than 12 hours, which I didn't... Thank God there was not all, like, everybody uh, online when I was going through this, because I would have been like, what in the hell's going on here? What's going on there? That's insane making, I think. Are you saying that if Daniel is just on Twitter willy-nilly a half hour ago, do you think it's possible that Allison could be like in the thick of it right now or does it not happen quite like that I think it's definitely possible because like I shared on this show before when I was being induced like that whole day I was playing Uno watching It's Pat having snacks and like just chatting with my mom and my mother-in-law and my sister and we were just like cool like whatever but then once it hit, it was like, get them out of here. I don't want to hear them talk anymore. I just want, like, it just was Whoa. like from zero to 60, like pretty quickly. So okay. if it's been a half an hour, I don't know. It really could be any minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you hear anything new. I don't know. <laughs> I just wish, like, it would be the best if we could just draw this episode out long enough so that <laughs> I look on Twitter and there's a <laughs> oh, picture of the baby. Like, I so want that to be the case. Can I ask you, too, um, how do you get a baby out of your vagina? Like, how does that happen? (laughs) Because it seems, like, not practical. Right. Well, what happens is is the bones in your hips actually separate. (gasps) Are you serious? Yes. (laughs) I had no no idea. Are you fucking kidding me? No. So they start to separate, and then your cervix starts dilating. Which, 10 centimeters is really not that big, but that's how big it opens up to. So when you say cervix, do you mean... That's the little... This is the part that you don't play around with. It's all the way on the inside. (laughs) Okay. It's... Your tampon would touch it. Yeah, I don't mess around up there. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Or maybe it wouldn't because you wouldn't put it up that far, but the opening to the uterus. Rafi, are you taking notes? (laughs) 
Okay, so that this is actually really enlightening for me because I thought that when people were saying that the cervix opens, I thought it meant like where well, the action happens. Ah, no, that's but stretches, it's actually up inside as, as it's, far it's as in, as a again. head can fit out. Actually, the big, the widest part are the shoulders, so that's fun. So does a baby? Okay, but how does the baby come out? <laughs> like, how does it? I don't know. I just, the more I think about it, the more impossible it seems and the more it really does just feel like the movie Alien. We forget that we are animals and then it's, your body is meant for this process. Mm-hmm. So then it kind of just, it naturally, you know, happens. Like the, the contractions are the muscles uh, around the uterus, like pushing it to kind of go out basically, you know? Okay. And then your contractions actually, I think, are the ones that are kind of like opening your hips and everything. Mm-hmm. Getting ready to push that thing out. But you're right. It does seem kind of strange. Like, why would we be equipped with such a smaller area to push it out? Yeah. Nature is not fair to us. What? It, so did you get, like, I'm guessing you had pain management and stuff through the process, right? Oh, yeah. But with being induced, the pain, it, everything gets sped up so quickly. And I don't know if this was just my experience, but... The pain was so strong, and I thought that I had a high threshold for pain, but it was like, okay, I need the anesthesiologist in here right now, and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so... that's That was my next question, is how much is this... You're only allowed, I think, like three times to get the shot. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I got. I don't know if it's just like a certain... There's a maximum of of medicine that you can put in yourself at a time, and then... It, it helps, helps a lot. Like It's weird. It actually just makes you deadened below, which is very weird. It feels like when you go to the dentist, like when your face is numb, but now mm-hmm. like your lower half yeah. is, is numb. And they have to flip you every hour so that you have blood circulation. So they literally come and like take your legs and turn it, and then they like will do it again. And I don't know if it's hour or every half hour, something like that. But it makes me feel like I felt like I was trapped like I thought what if there's an earthquake like I can't do anything Mm. (laughs) like you're just you can't move but then you can still feel certain things that's the other thing it's not really like it takes the pain all the way away it just makes you easier I guess but also with the pain being sped up so much I could feel the pain and my epidural I could it was starting to wear off and I needed more and it was too late so I think I felt a lot more than I probably should have Mm. but still I'm, I'm sure it wasn't as bad as it could have been. I don't know. Everyone talks about doing it naturally. Man, you're a better woman than I am. Yeah. I yeah, I just, I can't believe it. Every time I think about it, I can't wrap my head around it. And especially just the fact that every single one of us that exists, you know, most people, I mean, most when I say like C-sections and stuff is a thing, but the majority of people up here came out through a vagina. And that's crazy that everybody had to go through that much pain. Right. It's crazy to me. On purpose. Mm-hmm. Godspeed. Yeah, I've, yeah, I just really want to wake up to a tweet in the morning and see that little guy. That would be so good. I just can't believe that it's finally here. And I just, of course, it's going to take forever. <laughs> of course, this is what he's going to do for, to us, you know? Mm. I think they were talking about, (laughs) Daniel was talking about the baby coming out old timey. And I was thinking, like, everything that they described was hilarious. Just the visual of this little baby coming out and, like, spats and, like, hey, what do you hear? What do you say? Just kind of, like, like a little... (laughs) Oh, yeah, how how Daniel was saying that he was going to prank the baby. That was really funny. Like, he's going to be like, oh, yeah, like... (laughs) 
pretending to be in the olden times and be like, haha, just kidding, iPhone 7s are here. Right, and that's like a lifetime prank, too. Mm-hmm. I think in Al was saying that it sounded like, what did you say that it sounded like? I forgot what movie. Rafi, you probably mm-hmm. know this. You probably know this, not about I, services, but. I, I don't remember. I forgot what movie it was, but it reminded me of that that Brent, Brendan Fraser movie where he was like in his Oh, he's in the bomb shelter? Yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he thought it was the 50s? <laughs> Wait, is that the Bubble Boy? No. No. Shit. That's, I'm looking uh, it up right now. Blast from the past. Yes. That's what it reminded me of. Where it's like, where, would he really be excited that it was an iPhone 7 or would he be like, eh, I'm good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was just really shocked. It was crazy to find out that she was going to be induced and induced more or less by the time we listened to the episode. I know. That was very shocking to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, of course, Leanne was the first. So I'm like, okay, thank God we have her to, you know, be on the, on the case. Mm-hmm. So she's posting on Facebook about it. And I thought, oh my God, okay, I have to listen. Last night, it was just like when we heard that she was pregnant or that there was news. I thought, okay, tonight, I don't usually listen to it on Wednesday night. But I thought, okay, I need to listen to at least part of it. And I heard that. I thought, man, you're getting induced before your due date. Not something I would have ever expected. And fuck the hospitals for not having space for her when it's, you know, the time, not before mm-hmm. the time. You know, like she said, she felt like it was happening to her. Getting that news just sounded like you would think she'd be tweeting all the live long day. And she's just been so quiet. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. The quietness has made me feel like they're giving like that they're in it and they're right they haven't been and then when he goes and likes something then i think okay he's got time to be on twitter and post some like other political thing i'm like okay Mm -hmm. we're okay (laughs) Mm -hmm. we're still in the clear i feel like you should be stalking cedar sinai right now like you could just be driving around and and see them and see allison's baby be born through one of the windows no see them leave (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no yeah 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 just so you don't have your binoculars <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of how honest she is i feel like not being a mom and not really having any like babies in my life or anybody who has a baby or being close to people with babies at all besides you of course folks um but i feel like i don't know there's so much surrounding parenting where i feel like people aren't honest about the darkness a lot or mm, yeah And with her, you know, I know that we're always going to get the truth or what her, like, genuine reactions are and her genuine experience of what all this is. And I know it's not all pretty. And I'm just happy. And now she's got this parenting podcast with Greg. Like, in in addition to getting what this life change is like for her on Allison's show, she's going to be talking about it a lot on Greg's show as well. And I just want to know like what is this parenting shit (laughs) like you know yeah because I don't have I don't have a window into it very much and I I don't think I want kids but I'm curious about what that experience is like and it probably will urge me to not have kids most likely just because I possibly there's so many great things and horrible things and tiring things and like it's it's definitely been an eye-opening experience for me. But, you know, you just kind of, like, live it and you get used to it. And then there are certain moments where you're like, this is why I did it. You know? There's a lot of times... Do you have a, re- you have a recent this is why I did it moment that you can tell us? You know what? This 
this is not exactly this is why I did it moment. I can't think of anything off the top of my head except for every day. And this just has to do with my daughter. So it's just a little moment. Fuck, fuck, that, your, fuck your Right. When I drop the kids off at school. So this happens five times a week. This little moment. When I drop them off at school, he goes behind me. And so I can't, I don't see him or anything. But she walks ahead and I, I'll see her. I can sit and watch her across the street and go to her her class stalker and <laughs> but so i'll watch yeah. her walk across the street and i'm just like god damn it i love that girl like i just love her so Aww. much like and even sometimes i'll say it out loud i'm like and i'll curse like and i think i even finally like told that to her i'm like i say bad words when i see you across the street about how much i love you like i just want to like even and then there's another moment too is when i'm picking her up from school I, I just want to, like, eat her up. I just grab her and just s- snuggle her. And I just, when I see her, I just love her so much. Just that feeling, you know? And I could deal with some of that in my life. It's But not the rest of it. magical. The other day, him and I were playing a game together. We were playing a board game. Just him and I. And it was one of those moments again. It was just, I saw him as a little boy again. The way he was reacting to playing the game and doing something mm-hmm. well or something. And we were just laughing and having fun. And it was just breaking it down. Where there's nobody else around, there's no competition, it's just him and I, it just reminds me of why I became a parent. Those are those moments, I guess. Yeah, it sounds like it's a feeling that, I mean, you're you're explaining a feeling, like you're explaining having a feeling, and it sounds like that you can't really truly describe that feeling, like the true love. That's saying you're not articulating it, but there's... No, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's hard to explain to anyone who hasn't felt it, and and there's different love for every single thing that's in your life. And this kind of love is just totally different than any other love that I've ever had. And it just, it is just one of those things that is just deep and wonderful. So I'm excited for her. I'm sure he won't come out as an idiopath. (laughs) 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 I don't even know what that meant to begin with because it got so convoluted with all their joking and it was so funny. (laughs) I mean, David Huntsberger made me laugh out loud so much during this episode allison is worried about pooping on the table it's funny because nobody ever talked about it before and then what's her face that doesn't give her kids shots lady i can't remember her name mm-hmm. um, yeah, then she starts talking about you know you poop on the table she had like this honest parenting book oh jennifer mccarthy oh okay so she had like this this is an honest book about parenting and she was like you poop on the table so all of a sudden people were talking about it it seemed like that was when i started hearing about it so now this is something you shouldn't have to worry about because then I worried about it. And then when it happens, it's so like nothing that it's just, yeah, it happens that it's just so it's so like the last thing that you're thinking about. Mm-hmm. And Allison's now worried about every little thing. So now you've got pooping on the table. You're spread eagle and you have to think about all of these things happening down there. And it's not glamorous, not pretty. It's not <laughs> the end result is wonderful, but it's not a wonderful journey. So she was relieved that she was having a bunch of diarrhea and that that would probably clean her out. But then she said she got constipated. So now she's all worried that it's going to be like an explosive situation. Yeah. So am I the only one? Lisa, you probably know. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. I'm thinking that you know stuff about pooping habits. That's the <laughs> thing. I'm sorry. But when she said she was eating a salad, does that mean like, oh, you're going to poop? Or what does eating a salad mean? In I don't know. I know Jenna said like, oh, this is roughage. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But what does that mean for poop? Again. Is that what it means? I think she means it's going to get you back on 
track back huh. to regular. But here's the thing. Even I was worried about that too. But then if you think about you're pushing a seven, eight, nine pound down this part of your body and you're pushing. So now you're pushing out both sides, but that side is going to not probably push out as much stuff as the one that the baby's coming out of. Does that make sense? Like it's, it's going to be a tight squeeze to get a lot out. So she doesn't need to worry about big explosive situations. I don't think the thing is, you know, nurses are cool and they have to see things every day, but you know, they sit and talk about that one bad case of something. And Mm -hmm. I never want to be that one bad case of something. Yeah. Like, Oh, this lady had the biggest poop. (laughs) Yes. It was like a snake. It wouldn't end. It was definitely those. I'm sure you're right. God bless him. I know. She could be pooping on the table right now. Right now. Right now. That would be awesome if she was. I know. I was going to say, how aware were you that you were pooping? Uh, Not very. Yeah. Because this other thing's like trying to come out. And then it was just like this tiny feeling of like, I think there's something pinching off right there. Oh, oh my God. Did you smell it? No, not at all. I tell you, I bet you it was like tiny. The way it felt, it was I'm tiny. sure they have something in place there. They literally like it- just, and this is what I told Allison. I said, they just walk by and they just, I, they must have the poop on the table nurse because... There's just a nurse that comes by and whisks it away and she's gone. I don't even know. I don't know oh my where God, it went. for that to be your job. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine? <laughs> so Allison's, not only is she freaking out about the poop, but she's also had that, first you want to rush it. You're like, I just want this baby out of me, all these things. And then she's like having the feeling of cold feet, which I think every parent probably has that. Can we just start over? Where? What are we doing? What do we get ourselves into? Because You've had this feeling, I assume. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. get... The thing is, is you get used to the idea of being pregnant because you're pregnant for almost a year. So now you're just pregnant. You don't have this feeling of, oh, yeah, you're setting up a room. You're doing all these things. You're going through the motions. The reality of a person that you're going to be raising to be an adult, being in your house, <laughs> it doesn't mm-hmm. really like come to life until you have the baby. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think Jen and I were talking about the scariest part is taking them home and being alone the first time. And that is so scary because you think, okay, I, I can do this, but it's really scary. What if I mess up? There's so many things and you're tired and I don't know. I just hope she has some sort of help in the beginning just so that she can. Well, of course, she has Daniel and he's a great partner, but just getting sleep and being able to take a shower are two of the things that are just the most amazing thing i mean i even had a friend come over just so i could take a nap and that was and my mom did that too and that was Mm. like worth more than anything you don't think you're ever gonna sleep again and you go crazy i have not been around a baby all that much it's hard to imagine only because it seems like because they're just kind of this blob of skin at that point like (laughs) this conscious blob of skin it's hard to be like how can it hard to think about as not as someone who's not been a parent and not spent a lot of time around babies like how can it take away that much from you just being this blob of skin like how much trouble could it get into just like being alive while you're sleeping like why can't you just sleep but i'm sure responsible parents have a different insight onto that but yeah just- there's there's not a lot of pills and wine even though like <laughs> even though that would be a well then consider me out because (laughs) daniel was talking a little bit about you know having a movie in your head and script writing i don't have a movie in my head 
I just wanted to bring it up because on the episode that was four hours long that I cut down to two hours where it was me and Maggie Poo, she was like, I I forget how we got onto it, but she was like cooking kale. So we were just talking normal, not about the show. She was talking about how she likes talking to me because she reminds me of her friends in Wisconsin and how like we just talk about normal stuff, I guess. And I told her, oh, so I shouldn't like try to pitch you this spec script I wrote or something like that. And she was like, you wrote a spec script? And I was like, yeah, do you want to hear about it? She's like, yeah, okay. And I, was like, I was just making up some shit. I was like, um, so it's about these two friends and whatever. And then she was just like, okay, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was like, I, don't, I didn't write a fucking script. Who does that? I don't, I'm not some Hollywood asshole. Like, what the hell? So I, that's why that I wanted to talk about that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> you know, it's funny when he said that everyone has a movie in their head. Yeah, I totally do. And then, and then Allison's like, no, I don't. <laughs> and I thought, I have one in my head. I have books I want to write. I have movie st- ideas. I have TV ideas. But I don't know how to put it into action. I don't know how to put it into motion at all. But I think everybody has a movie in their life. I mean, I think everybody's life is interesting. And I think that's why reality TV has become so popular because everybody's story is, I don't know, I'm more interested in what Joe Schmo's doing than what Brad and Angelina are up to. Mm-hmm. For sure. I write, I write, well, I don't currently write, but I've tried to write with my best friend Oliver a TV series about a support group. Ooh. Oh, oh damn it. It's just a like. I just got a notification <laughs> on Twitter. You know what? That's um, that you have the notifications up because we need to know when it happens. Yeah. No, it, someone liked my tweet. Lane. Lane liked my tweet. Um, but what was I saying? Uh, I mean, it is, it, is, it is for sure common in Hollywood. Like, even me who has no, no even real ambition to make a fiction movie at all. I'm a documentary nerd. Even I tried writing for a bit. Like, it's just one of those things. Because it's so... Everyone wants to make it, and writing is just one of those things that seems so easy that you Mm. can do when, like, maybe something big will happen just from sitting down and writing, you know? Right. Um, I think for me, like, I I don't care about becoming anything. (laughs) But I just... When you have things in your head that you want to get out, I just don't know how to get them out. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I will feel better if it's just for myself, at least just to be out and existing. Didn't you say that you had, when we were talking journals back in the day? Yeah. Didn't I you say you had a journal and you don't keep it anymore? Maybe you should, right? No, I have one that's more, not an old one. <laughs> but I haven't been writing in it lately. And it would mm-hmm. not make a very good story. Or at least I don't think so. But yeah, I think just sitting down and writing, that's what all writers say is just to write. Like, who cares what it even is? And then something will happen. Or it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought I, I... I think Daniel gave really good advice, honestly. Because it's true that if it does come down to me writing something versus not, it it's... I, I could just sit down and write stuff. But it's more of like, well, like, this would be too expensive to actually produce. So mm. I'm not going to write it this way. Or... The actual, like, technicalities that would be real-life barriers to making this idea actually come alive. Like, I think about those, and I'm like, okay, well, uh, like, now I have to, like, minimalize what I was doing, and that just puts another barrier up to actually just wanting to do it. So, I, yeah, I think what he, for people who do want to write and do want to make stuff, Daniel gave 
good advice, I think. I, I totally agree. If if you don't try, then you can't, like, complain about it, you know? Mm. <clears throat> At least that's how I feel. But do either of you have anything else from Thursday? Just get this fucking baby here. Like, fucking A. Get it here. <laughs> have the baby. <laughs> have the baby. Have the freaking baby already. I'm looking at the picture right now. I like how Sam tends to look off at somebody else in the picture. Does anyone else notice Sam in these pictures or look at these pictures? Of yeah. course. I notice yeah. everything in these pictures. <laughs> yeah. Like Sam, Sam looking at Dave in this is really, really cute. Oh and soon there will be another baby in it. Oh, my God. I, I know. Hope, oh and my the God, next what live stream. stream. Sure, there's going to be the, the baby. Oh, my God. Oh, this is going to be so cute. I know. Looking at that last picture, I'm like, that's the last picture taking, taken I know. before. It's pretty I was exciting. thinking this thing. Um, And Jeff always looks like he doesn't know a picture is being taken. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> yeah, I think you caught him mid, like, like he's not posing. Yeah. Good, 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 good eye. I'm so... Sleeping pills are kicking in. So let Alcohol me ask you what in. what JMO you liked. Okay. This week, well, the JMO I'm going to play it for you, and I'm going to play week. it on half speed, like I okay. promised. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We get to hear drunk JMO. What? So what this sounds like is what my brain feels like right now. Are you ready? And tell me if it doesn't come through because I'm just holding up to my earbuds. Okay. Leela Rolling Stone says, 30 years old and still don't know if it's toe the line, T-O-E, or toe the line, T-O-W. <laughs> oh, really? I thought it, I thought it was, I actually thought it was T-O-E. Oh, uh, yeah. Can I play it just a little while longer? This yeah. is really Toes on the line. Yeah, toes on the line. I was thinking uh like towing uh uh, uh... <laughs> Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh Please tow the line. What am I, an idiot am I? <laughs> what? <laughs> this is what happens. These, I was out on the day that they taught that. Oh my god. I think you just started a new segment. I think we're going to do half speed JMO. That is a good idea. It's Seriously, that slow, is It's called slow-mo. That is so fucking funny. Um, so I thought that toe the line, I thought it was T-O-W and what I thought it meant. And tell me if this is what the phrase means, but I thought that toe the line meant like by the rules, like do it by the rules or the way we want it to, or like watch yourself. And when I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about like straddling the line, like, yep, I'm right on the line. I'm like going to stay right on it. And by like, by toe, T-O-W, I thought. I was thinking, like, straddling that line, like, towing it. Does that make sense? Hmm. I guess I didn't know either, and I don't think I ever really knew what that saying meant. I think I had a, the gist of it, like what you just said. I, I kind of knew that that's what it meant. 
but I've never used it and I've never written it and I never had that I never really thought about it I just knew that it meant something like that I never really thought about it Rafi what about you Megan your explanation makes no sense but I also thought <laughs> everyone should listen to that in half speed by the way <laughs> yeah yeah. I also thought the same thing that it was T O W, but I I thought it was like toe, like imagine like pulling a rope. Yes, like, I that's thought that's what, I what it meant. Too. Apparently, we were all wrong because didn't Jeff look it up and he said that it is T O E. Yeah, it is. That's so totally that's so not what I would have thought. <laughs> yeah, me either. Can I play the intro at half speed? No, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, this is just fun. Isn't Let me try fun? it. Okay. Oh shit. TV guy. Dad. <laughs> person who enjoyed the theme song. <laughs> oh shit, I wanted to do it to the. <laughs> At least now we know what it would be like to be around her. Oh drug. shit. You know what? I want to. I want to hear Jenna and Al talk with this oh, speed. Yeah. Let me see if I can get that going. Shit. Jenna and I kind of did. We did. We kind of did. We kind of did. Yeah. Hi, Alan Moss. Oh, hello. Hello, Daniel. Hi. Alan hey. Moss. Hi, Allison. Hey, you know it would be funny to uh, like for every day that you were past due, like what chart? He sounds like a 70s stoner hippie dude. <laughs> you should not make that joke to hormonal ladies! Anyway, talk about Yeah, Jenna and I are kind of right. I think of them as. I'm gonna fast forward to Jenna. <laughs> they were gone and then they came back in 2014 <laughs> according to the internet <laughs> internet oh my god oh, my chest hurts from that's, laughing so hard pretty good. that was Anywho. fun uh, Rafi what JMO did you pick shockingly I actually picked a JMO. Actually, I picked two, Ooh. but the one I'm going with <clears throat> is from JMOs for A Rose at No Way Just Me. If a song is catchy and or I'm just in the mood to hear it, have no problem listening to it on repeat all day long. I don't know if I've ever listened to a one song literally all day long, but sometimes at work, I'm, I can't really listen to podcasts at work. It's kind of distracting, and I run out of music that i i'm tired of all my music so i'll just pick a song that i really like so like jay-z's uh dynasty intro uh jay-z we made it with uh jay electronica or currently you know i love me some migos bad and bougie on repeat for at least 45 minutes um so i do that i don't know if you guys do too i totally do that i oh, yeah. do it over and over until I'm sick of it. And then I won't listen to it for a very long time again. But yeah, I'll get like one and song. I I'll feel that song for like the whole day where I'm like, I just want to hear this one song. That's it. I was just going to make some yeah. comments. 
Oh, Lee Bruns, John Henson's reaction to your JMO. He said, I would just get a ticket out of South Dakota. I thought that was funny. (laughs) (laughs) I thought John's, I love John's comment about Bob's, I guess it was Bob, Bob's JMO, which was really just like a family rant. (laughs) It wasn't even like a JMO. I don't remember that. John said something like, "Uh, I think you need to get a fucking life or something. And then shout out to James Leroy Wilson, our resident serial killer. I just love that he brought up Mary Tyler Moore in a JMO. R.I.P. Yeah. Sending out some hearts to that one. Well, this has been fun. I loved talking to both of you. I couldn't think of two better people to be on the show while we're sitting and waiting for Allison to pop. Ultra, super, badass, together, waiting. The holy trinity. Absolutely. Support Allison's show even more now than ever. She's got to, you know, she's got another mouth to feed here. So, AllisonRosen.com. She's got a lot of sponsors we can support. If you want to be a part of this show, email BFFancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at GMOs and BFFs. Some shout-outs. Hello, Amanda and Heather. Thank you for listening to the show. Uh, Hi, Brittany. And Brittany, of course. Brittany has been a longtime listener, of course, and supporter. And those are three of my TNC members, so hopefully they'll listen to this. Shout out to them. Love you guys. I'm going to see two of you in a couple weeks in Texas. I'm super excited. Raphael, what do you have to plug? So I just wanted to mention a few people. Paul, thank you for the beer. You did not have to do that. It tasted like coffee. Smell like vanilla. I don't know if it was because I was binge drinking all weekend, but I don't think I caught a buzz from it. But thank you. Hi to Rachel in Colorado. Also, shout out to Little Llama Shop, Kate Alvarez on Twitter, uh, at Little Llama Shop on Twitter and Instagram. Sent Allison a Wendy onesie, and you guys have to see this thing. It's fucking adorable. You mentioned people reaching out. They want to be on this show. I don't know if this person listens, but I saw this tweet, and I had to mention it. Brie Heth, big fan of Allison and Jenna's shows, said on Twitter, have dreams that I'm a guest on and good friends with the gang of A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Hashtag JMO, hashtag just me or every fan, which makes me think maybe she does Mm. listen. If you listen, shout out to you. Get in contact with Lisa. You need to be on the show. Yes, absolutely. We've got new people coming up this month that I'm super excited to talk to. And there are a few people on Twitter that I reached out to and kind of not forgot about, but I always ask about who wants to be on the show on Facebook, and I kind of forgot about asking people on Twitter. So I know there are a few people on there. Shira, I I already asked you. I want to ask Micah if that's how you pronounce your name. I'd like both of you on and anybody else. Paul, you're awesome. You're great. You should be on the show. And Scott, thank you. Teal, thank you for listening. And Megan, what do you have to say? Be following me on Twitter, but if you are, that'd be cool, and we can be friends. Oh shit, I'm single. So if you're a lesbian and you're an Airbnbf fan, let's be married. Come at me, girls. I will not eat your groceries. <laughs> In more ways than one. Yes. Uh... <laughs> All right. Yes. Um. Well, I actually, this is super weird, guys. But uh, Allison is here. I know you didn't expect it. I've been drinking wine and we've been drinking wine together and she has something she wants to say. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. I'll hug 
baby next time I talk to you, which is crazy. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> College. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Brother Bella's in the back, sweet singers in the front, cruising down the freeway in the hot, hot sun. Suddenly red blue lights flash us from behind. Loud voice booming, please step out onto the line. Bella bridge words of comfort, singer just hides her eyes. Policeman taps the shades and sell a Chevy 69. How bizarre. How bizarre, how bizarre.